Section 19 of Whom We Shall Welcome. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Whom We Shall Welcome. Report of the President's Commission on Immigration and Naturalization. Part 4, Chapter 11C. The Issues Reconsidered. The deportation process has come a long way since 1893, when a Chinese alien could be expelled from the United States unless the legality of his stay was attested by one white witness, or even since the 1920s with the shocking spectacle of flying squadrons of inspectors moving about the country, a single official regularly making the investigation, holding the hearing, and recommending a decision indeed with some conspicuous exceptions both admission and expulsion procedures have advanced steadily toward the achievement of greater fairness the commission observes these advances but notes that some of the shortcomings that repeatedly have been subjected to heaviest assault by responsible and informed observers are still unremedied one uncertain status of board of immigration appeals to the commission it seems inexplicable that the board of immigration appeals is not specifically sanctioned by statute and owes its existence only to a regulation of the attorney general several studies of the immigration process and very considerable testimony before the commission have condemned this situation and have urged that such board be given statutory recognition a proposal to give such status to the board was passed by the house of representatives in the course of its consideration of the nineteen fifty two act but was eliminated by the senate the tenuous status of the board of immigration appeals underlined by repeated changes in its allotted jurisdiction is clearly undesirable a quasi-judicial agency that exercises virtual life-and-death authority over thousands of human lives should be free to exercise its responsibilities in an atmosphere of stability and protection from pressures in its proposals for organization of immigration functions chapter ten the commission recommends a statutory board of immigration and visa appeals with specific legislative authorization to make final administrative decisions in a wide variety of cases the adoption of this proposal would be a step toward assuring fair hearings for aliens aliens should be entitled to bring appeal to the board of immigration and visa appeals without the payment of fees two commingled judicial and prosecuting functions a striking phenomenon in the jurisprudence of our day has been the crystallization of concepts for fair dealing in the administrative process these concepts have been formulated by scholars by the legal profession by official studies by the courts and in the legislatures they have included a universal condemnation of the situation in which one official or group of officials acts as investigator prosecutor and judge this practice has been characterized as obnoxious to elementary standards of fair procedure 
those who have appraised the immigration process likewise have condemned its mixture of prosecuting and adjudicative functions they have described it as a roadblock to impartial consideration the supreme court said recently that the administrative deportation hearing is a perfect exemplification of the practices so universally condemned but the attainment of insulation between prosecution and adjudication has been resisted and is to-day not yet a reality the deportation process although it touches countless human lives thus has lagged behind other aspects of administrative justice the major burden of the testimony of the american bar association was to urge the application of the administrative procedure act to deportation proceedings the current hearing procedures should be examined in the light of the mandates of the administrative procedure act first is the need for restricting hearing officials to adjudicative functions so that they will not be committed to the attitudes or aims of investigation and prosecution in this connection the administrative procedure act provides one that hearing officers shall perform no duties inconsistent with their duties and responsibilities as hearing examiners two that investigative and prosecuting officers shall not participate in any decisions from these requirements it would necessarily follow three that separate officers shall prosecute and preside at hearings present practice conforms only partially with this first objective of one hundred nineteen full-time hearing officers in the immigration and naturalization service on october first nineteen fifty two only two performed extraneous duties however several hundred other officers principally immigrant inspectors are assigned part-time to conduct hearings in exclusion cases with regard to the above item two the immigration statute now provides like the administrative procedure act that special inquiry officers shall not conduct proceedings in those cases in which they have participated in investigating or prosecuting functions in regard to the above item three the departure from administrative procedure act is even more complete than under item one the act of nineteen fifty two provides that a special inquiry officer shall have complete authority to prosecute hear and decide exclusion and deportation cases except that in some special classes of cases fixed specifically or by regulation an additional immigration officer may be assigned to present the evidence on behalf of the united states the regulation does not require the assignment of an additional officer in any specific category of cases but leaves the assignment to the discretion of the officer in charge of the district in practice an examining officer was seldom designated and the vast majority of deportation hearings were conducted entirely by a hearing officer prior to the act of nineteen fifty two the present hearing procedure in deportation and exclusion cases fails to conform to the now generally accepted standards for fair hearings the normal practice in both exclusion and deportation cases under the act of nineteen fifty two 
is to have the entire proceeding conducted by a special inquiry officer who acts as both prosecutor and judge furthermore officers normally performing investigating and prosecuting duties are authorized to conduct immigration hearings another major facet of the administrative procedure act is the removal of hearing examiners from the supervision of officers performing prosecuting and investigative functions this goal likewise is not fully met by current immigration practices even full-time hearing officers are subject to the immediate supervision of the district director of the immigration and naturalization service in administrative arrangements at the local level and to overall policy supervision of the assistant commissioner in charge of the inspections and examinations division both of these officials are concerned with enforcement under such an arrangement the hearing officer inevitably will tend to tailor his determinations to the wishes of his superior officers whose sphere of action encompasses enforcement duties indeed the nineteen fifty two act explicitly declares that special inquiry officers shall be subject to such supervision and shall perform such duties not inconsistent with this act as the attorney general shall prescribe three independence and competence of hearing officers another major objective of the administrative procedure act is to assure to hearing officers a measure of independence this is done in addition to the methods already discussed by placing their appointment ratings compensation and removal within the domain of the civil service commission independent of control in the agency in which they serve none of these objectives is reached by current immigration policies hearing officers enjoy no such independence of status they are civil service officers and are subject to the normal powers of the attorney general as head of the department of justice to appoint compensate rate promote and remove them the sponsors of the administrative procedure act contemplated that the hearing examiner would be an officer with a high level of competence and that the scale of his compensation would be adequate to attract outstanding individuals current immigration administration falls short of these objectives in the previous studies of the immigration and naturalization service there has been a recurring recommendation for improvement in the caliber of hearing officials through the years there undoubtedly have been marked improvements in personnel but many have said that such improvements have not progressed far or fast enough the present complaint seems to be directed far more to the low concept of the role and function of such officers than to the officers themselves some of whom are recognized as meeting the generally accepted standards for such important positions the dimmock committee reached the conclusion in nineteen forty that it was a mistake to recruit all hearing officers as was done in nineteen forty and is still being done in nineteen fifty two through promotion from within the service of the one hundred nineteen hearing officers now employed by the service seventy-four formerly were immigrant inspectors eighteen were investigators 
and twenty-seven occupied miscellaneous positions such as naturalization examiner, patrol inspector, and officer in charge. Only sixteen hearing officers are members of the bar, and five possess law degrees but are not admitted to the bar. Thus, less than eighteen percent of the hearing officers have legal training. Thirty-two hearing officers possess college degrees. This means that approximately sixty percent of the hearing officers do not have college degrees or legal training. The Commission is in accord with the conclusions of previous studies that it is of the utmost importance that hearing officers be possessed of adequate training and experience properly to discharge the duties assigned to them, requiring knowledge of intricate laws, regulations, and court decisions, and the capacity to deal justly with human rights and aspirations. Closely related to the independence and qualifications of hearing examiners is their compensation. Manifestly, officers of high caliber cannot be attracted to these positions unless they are offered reasonable compensation commensurate with their responsibilities. The compensation scales of immigration hearing officers during recent years have never attained the reasonable levels fixed in most other agencies. Recommendations The deficiencies in the immigration hearing process seem clear. In large measure, they result from a commingling of prosecuting and investigating functions, from the absence of real independence in the officers who hear and decide cases, and from what is said to be the inadequate qualifications of some of the hearing officers. The Commission believes it imperative not only that immigration hearings accord a maximum of fairness, but also that they give others confidence of fairness. In order to improve immigration administration, to ensure greater impartiality in rendering judgments, and to bring to the decision of these cases under immigration laws a fresh and more humane point of view, the Commission makes the following recommendations. Separation of Organization In the Recommendation for a Commission on Immigration and Naturalization, Chapter 10, provision is made for a division of organizational responsibility between an Administrator of Immigration and Naturalization and a Board of Immigration and Visa Appeals. The Board of Immigration and Visa Appeals would be a statutory board whose members would be appointed by the Commission. The Board would be concerned exclusively with the adjudication of cases arising under the immigration laws. The entire process of adjudication would be concentrated in the Board, which would be independent in deciding cases. Its decisions would be administratively final on all issues of law and fact, and would be subject to review by the new proposed Commission only in regard to the exercise of discretionary authority. Separation of the Hearing Function The Commission recommends that the examiners who hear and decide exclusion and deportation cases be separated from any enforcement functions. This would be accomplished principally by placing such examiners under the supervision of the Board of Immigration and Visa Appeals, and removing them from the control and direction of any enforcement officials. 
such examiners would be prohibited from performing any duties outside of their responsibilities as hearing officers a number of witnesses have urged also that the procedural requirements of the administrative procedure act be applied to immigration hearings the spearhead of this proposal is the american bar association whose representative testified at the hearing in part as follows we do not doubt the good faith of the service nor its disposition to give fair hearings we do not deny that the act is an improvement on the rider of nineteen fifty one but we return to the fundamental proposition that the provisions of the apa taken in their entirety represent a careful well-considered view of the minimal procedural protection needed in a trial involving accusatory elements this is not less but indeed more true of deportation proceedings than of other proceedings to which the apa is applicable the interest of a person about to be deported and of his relatives and close friends is among the weightiest and most significant that can be imagined the need for invoking the purely procedural directives of the administrative procedure act doubtless will be lessened by the adoption of the commission's proposal for the separation of adjudicative functions from enforcement subject only to a limited right of appeal it may perhaps be urged that there is still a possibility that immigration hearing officers lacking the relative independence of examiners chosen in accordance with the administrative procedure act may ultimately come under the influence of enforcement officials to minimize this possibility to remove a constant source of needless controversy and litigation and to bring the deportation process in line with the uniform administrative procedures established by the administrative procedure act the commission recommends that deportation hearings be conducted in conformity with the procedural requirements of the administrative procedure act all this would entail in addition to the division of functions and organization recommended is that a prosecuting officer be assigned to assemble and present evidence before the deportation examiner there can be no substantial objections to making this a routine rather than the exceptional requirement it is under the nineteen fifty two act the practical difficulties would be negligible and the added costs inconsiderable in reaching the conclusion that the added costs will be inconsiderable the commission has not lost sight of the estimates given to the congress by the immigration and naturalization service that the increased cost for that particular year would be almost four million dollars and that if all aliens charged in deportation cases demanded hearings the extra annual expense might reach twenty five or thirty million dollars these calculations were on the theory that in the case of every alien apprehended because illegally in the united states a hearing would have to be given him by an independent hearing officer with the aid of a prosecuting officer for the last fiscal year the immigration and naturalization service completed forty two thousand two hundred fifty two deportation hearings at the same time voluntary departure without a hearing was allowed in six hundred ninety four thousand two hundred cases if hearings were conducted under the administrative procedure act 
it would still be permissible for the service to permit voluntary departure without bringing the case to a hearing as is the practice today no factual basis whatever has been offered to support the conclusion that every alien apprehended because illegally here or any number of aliens greater than those now accorded hearings would demand a hearing if operating under the administrative procedure act actually every alien charged in deportation proceedings at present has a right under the united states constitution to demand a fair hearing so that the opportunity for delay exists even now for those disposed to resort to dilatory tactics it has been suggested that a deportation hearing under the administrative procedure act would be more time-consuming and therefore more aliens would demand a hearing in order to remain in the united states longer it is difficult to perceive the validity of such an assumption in fact it would seem that as a hearing officer under the administrative procedure act would be relieved of the duty of studying a case in order adequately to act as a prosecuting officer with that function being placed in another official hearings should be less time-consuming than is now the case clearly applying the administrative procedure act to deportation proceedings will be somewhat more costly than is true under existing law and regulations that cost however should be limited to the expense involved in hiring additional personnel to act as prosecuting officers judging this added cost against the benefits of a completely impartial and objective hearing the commission is of the opinion that fiscal considerations should not operate against the adoption of the administrative procedure act in deportation proceedings under the immigration laws the commission believes its recommendations in connection with deportation hearings meet the substantive requirements for a fair hearing and comply fully with the spirit and purpose of the administrative procedure act the exclusion process seems to be governed by somewhat different considerations it deals with an alien who is outside the united states and who is not in a position to claim procedural protections equal to those accorded to an alien who has established residence in the united states the american bar association has not officially favored application of the administrative procedure act to the exclusion process moreover in the admission process at the numerous ports of entry along the seacoasts and land ports of the united states there is special need for speed and flexibility in passing upon cases the application of the administrative procedure act to the exclusion process would seem to hamper effective administration and the commission does not recommend that course now it believes it would be advisable to study the results of experience under the proposals it has made before reaching a decision as to the need for additional measures in the meantime under the plan recommended by the commission the hearing officers who consider applications for admission would be responsible to the board of immigration appeals and not to the enforcement officers in addition to the other reasons against the application at this time of the administrative procedure act to exclusion the commission believes that it would be inappropriate to attempt to use that act to control the procedure of visa issuing officers stationed overseas the proceedings before such visa officers should be free from unnecessary complications 
generally their determinations would be made on a written record consisting of an application and supporting documents unless extended inquiry is found necessary there would be no need for any formal hearing in such cases the visa issuing officers determinations would be subject to review by the proposed board of immigration and visa appeals this procedure would provide appreciably greater assurances of fair play to the applicant for a visa than is available under present law improvement in caliber of examiners such improvement will follow to some extent from the severance of adjudication from administration freedom from ties with enforcement doubtless will tend to alter the outlook of the hearing officers but changed organizational management will not in itself meet the need to which many of the studies called attention for improvement in the caliber and the competence of some of the hearing examiners end of section 19 recording by maria casper